0: Hello and welcome to this special sponsored edition of the Nolan Podcast. I'm Matt Hudson, the content director at Nolan, and today we have a great nuts and bolts quick lube operations episode for you. Neil McGlinchey is here with us. He is the manager of field training at Valvoline Global Operations. He leads the team of Valvoline Global Operations field support uh, for direct sales accounts and welcome, Neil. Thank you. Uh, we're going to be talking, again, about some real nuts and bolts, just uh, preventative maintenance products you can offer in your shop. Uh, but first, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about your background, Neil, and, and your experience in Quick Lube's. Uh I know you've worked in and out of those shops and have a lot of experience with them. Could you give an overview of your experience?
1: Yeah. So when I was younger, I worked at Valvoline and Oil Change. It was a franchisee. And I started out in the pit, like many people do, and worked my way up to managing one of their stores. So that was over a 10-year career. And then I came over to Valvoline Corporate, and I was working in the Atlanta market as a VPS specialist. And I got to actually see the other side of the quick lube industry from the outside in. So I've kind of seen both pieces of it as far as the operations internally and then supporting them from a Valvoline standpoint.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being in the shop obviously is excellent experience, but then it sounds like in your current role, you're, I mean, in and out helping a whole bunch of shops in different places. That's right. Yeah, excellent. So we're gonna be talking about just the, the basics, products and services that are really effective in your quick Lube shop. And I'm gonna start you out with just a very broad question. What are some just great preventative maintenance products and services that a quick Lube should be offering?
1: Well, oil changes for one, obviously that's the bread and butter. And then when you start moving past that and trying to take care of the customer, take care of the vehicle, a multi-point inspection is something every consumer would appreciate fluid top-offs, filters, some fuel induction services, some fluid exchanges, depending on how quick you're trying to turn the vehicles, tire rotations, a balance if you have a balancing machine, uh, some ancillary stuff. That That's a pretty good overview of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's interesting you mentioned the uh, multi-point inspection. That's That was kind of typically the domain of like a repair shop but it's it's getting more and more common in in the quick lube environment is that something you're seeing
1: yeah and and the thing is as a quick lube you're not necessarily going to be a repair shop but you're seeing that customer on average two and a half times a year Mm -hmm. and they expect you to be the expert as far as what their car needs now you might not be able to offer the services typically a quick lube wouldn't be doing tire changes but they're going to appreciate the fact that you told them, Hey, you might want to look at the condition of your tires and take it to a specialist. And they'll continue to come back to you for that advice.
0: For sure. Yeah. All about the customer service. Um, one, one other thing you mentioned was, was topping off fluids. And uh, when you're inspecting those fluids, uh, are there any that you should not be topping off or, or what is the kind of breadth of, of uh, attention there?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, if you're topping off, into a damaged component say you notice a radiator is leaking I wouldn't say stray away from that but you would certainly want to let the customer know otherwise if they go home and they see fluid on the floor if you were the last one that touched the vehicle you know you could get into a pinch there where they think you're the one that caused the damage so always let a customer know if you see something off as far as not topping off I'd say brake fluid is one that you'd want to stay away from When it gets low, it indicates an issue. Either your pads are worn or you're leaking fluid somewhere and and you want to make sure that you would just recommend the customer go get their brakes looked at if you see low fluid.
0: Yeah, it's a great reminder. I mean, when technicians are kind of going through the motions and they have their processes that they're probably repeating, you know, 30, 50 times a day, uh, it's good to make sure you're kind of paying attention and and looking for some ancillary uh, issues that might prevent you from topping off some fluids for sure. Uh, what what should you be looking for when checking the conditions of tires? Tires, another uh, area that's getting more and more common in, in quick maintenance operations.
1: Yeah, when I was when I was in it every single day, we used to have customers come in on occasion, and you'd see steel showing on the inside of the of the tire itself, which oh, they boy. weren't aware of. Because I mean, most drivers, unfortunately, aren't always looking at their tires to make sure they're safe. So again, you're the expert there. If you see steel, that's an issue. But other than that, you'd be looking for uneven tread wear, you know, something that may say the alignment's off or look for tread depth. So if you've got tread depth below 530 seconds of an inch, you definitely want to recommend that customers go and start purchasing tires because you're getting to dangerous levels there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And like you mentioned, uh, customers are relying on these shops to be to ex- be experts and and kind of refer them to some issues they might be seeing. And, yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, they're coming to you for advice on how to maintain their vehicle. And absolutely. Just because just you're pointing to another shop because you can't do that repair, that's that's not a bad thing. They're going to continue to come back to you for advice.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I want to transition to a, another topic of uh, equipment. These are often big purchases for shops and they got to plan and prep for these things. Um, you know, a lot of preventative maintenance services require some equipment. Uh, I was curious if you could kind of go over the... the um, Breadth of that, or maybe the limitations equipment-wise, and what services a quick lube can provide if they don't have the necessary equipment.
1: Yeah, so for a quick lube, I would stick with easy services as differential, for instance. A lot of those have a drain plug on them. As long as you got a piece of equipment that can pump fluid back in, drain it out, fill it up, that's something that all all vehicles with a differential need. Customer would be appreciative that you can knock it out there. Transmission fluid exchanges, coolant exchanges. That equipment can get kind of expensive, but it's a money maker in the long run. If you mm-hmm. can, if you can get a customer to start doing that kind of maintenance in your shop, they'll be coming to you for a lot more than just their oil change. If that's something that's not in the cards, you don't want to tie up a budget on purchasing rather expensive pieces of equipment you can always go with drain and fills and you would just on a transmission for instance you can do a drain and fill then put an additive on top of that so your customers getting a good service coolants the same way drain out the coolant put an additive on top customers getting a great service they'll continue to come to you for those needs
0: yeah, I appreciate those options. I mean, it's all about like determining what your customer base needs, determining what your capability is for, uh, I guess, the number of bays and how many cars you have going through each day and, and all that. There, there are so many factors. So it's good to kind of have different options that you can approach and still give the customer good thorough service, right?
1: Sure. And there's there's low entry cost services as well, like a fuel induction service or an oil system cleaner that, you you know, if a customer is abusing their oil changes and you really need to clean that crankcase out before putting brand new motor oil in, those are pretty inexpensive and typically don't require equipment. Yeah. Um, we'll talk
0: about just other services. I mean, we started at the oil change, which is the base, the core service that uh, these shops are providing. Um, but if we're getting kind of outside the oil change realm, some ancillary items, what would you recommend that are maybe uh, known to many or maybe some that are creative or or what have you?
1: Sure. Uh, Again, the whole model is to try to get the more you turn, the more you're going to make. So you don't want a car tying up a bay. So I would say bulbs are a good idea to an extent. When you start getting into some that you have to like rip out half the fender to get to a bulb, Mm -hmm. I'd stray away from those. So I would say carry some, but not all. And then when you're looking at what most vehicles have, Wiper blades, obviously there's a need. If it's raining outside, you'll tell a ton because that's when people notice they're not working. Air filters, cabin air filters, if they're easy, again, you don't want to be fighting a car for 45 minutes. But if it's one of those where you just behind the dash, you, you pop the glove box down and you got your door right there, that's that's a great service that most customers appreciate and many of them don't even know that filter exists. Mm, yeah, absolutely.
0: And uh, I know here where I live, right, getting some kind of wildfire, smoky skies and and uh, cabin air filter can really improve that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so when you're in and out of shops, you know, visiting uh, folks you work with in the quick lube markets, um, what are some of the new services that they're wanting? Are they looking to expand more? Are they looking to focus on their core services? What's the outlook there?
1: I think where we've seen the most success is when they're focused on that core I've seen some quick loops and some successfully move into brake services, as far as changing pads and rotors, uh, getting into some di- or sorry, some front front end work. Mm-hmm. But it's not concise with the model that a quick lube typically is. In, in my opinion, if you can get the cars in and out quickly, that's where you're going to make your money, and that's why I'm saying to stick with this core transmission fluid, coolant, drain and fills maybe a fuel induction service, some oil system cleaners. But when you start getting into heavy repair, that kind of gets away from the model. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think you're absolutely right. We're talking about, you know, trying to be responsive to your customers and offer what you can. But at the end of the day, they are coming to you for a a quick oil change and they want to, uh, you know, be in and out, maybe on a lunch hour or something like that if they can. And um, yeah, keeping that uh, service menu, I guess, limited to quicker maintenance items is going to be able to accomplish that, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Neil, is there anything else you want to add? That's uh, You're a very uh, quick and concise overview there.
1: No, well, what grew up in a quick lube. They train you that.
0: <laughs> the interview goes the same way as a quick maintenance service. I love it. That's right. But once again, it is Neil McGlinchey. He's the manager of field training at Valvoline Global Operations. If you want any other information from Neil or Valvoline Global Operations, links in the show notes. And thank you very much again for being on the show.
1: Thank you.